time you come on over I just wanna listen I know you got some issues And I know that you just miss him I got a fever just to see you Feeling like a stalker And didn't know I'm really good At making you feel awkward So I think I only slept Four hours last night. I saw your tweet because I was on Twitter right now, and you're like, maybe I shouldn't go on Reddit before going to bed. And I was like, that was five hours ago. We're supposed to Skype soon. Wait, was that five hours ago, or was that yeah. less than five hours ago? It said, well, it said five hours. It probably was like rounding up or something. <sighs> well, I was out. I was out late last night, and so before I came home. I bought a five-hour energy, and I was like, okay, uh-huh. I'll just pop this in when I wake up. So I woke up today around 7.15, and I, as soon as I got up, I just downed the five-hour energy. Wow. And then like, I, I brushed my teeth, I washed up, and then I made a coffee, and now I'm here, and I'm actually kind of feeling that coffee jitter that people talk about that I've never felt before. I, I get that. I used to get that more. Like, actually, so f- I don't know. So for me, the reason why I didn't drink coffee that much was because a, I don't think my body can take caffeine that well. And because I had two really bad experiences and they were both at uh, art school because oh, it was like university and stuff. And one I had like I was pulling like an all nighter. I think I barely slept for two days and I normally don't drink coffee anyway. I've been drinking like tea or something. So that night I was like, all right, I'm going to make an extra strong coffee and then I literally, like, it just, I don't know, my brain was going, like, it was going crazy, and I I had to, like, stop what I was doing. I went outside, and it was, like, December, so I was at school, went outside, it was, like, I don't know, 4 a.m., I was lying on a bench, I called my friend, and I just, like, broke down, like, I was just crying hysterically, <laughs> and I, had, I just basically had a panic attack, and then I couldn't get anything done. And the second time it was similar where it was like a, maybe a year later or whatever and I had to pull an all-nighter and I drank some coffee and I just got so sick that I couldn't even work. Like I just felt so nauseous and physically ill and I ended up having to take a sick day because I just couldn't do it. And I think it's because um, I realized if I'm tired and I drink coffee, it like fucks me up. If I'm like awake and I drink coffee, it kind of just perks up my day a bit. Now I realize. Yeah, you, yeah. Because when I first met you, you were not a coffee drinker, and then like as the years went by, you slowly started drinking more and more. I mean, I had I never really drank coffee until kind of recently when you were like still here and stuff, and like I wanted to drink coffee, and I I've been basically stopped. I've stopped drinking coffee. I was never addicted to coffee. Like I never got addicted. Like I would drink like maybe two cups a day, and then when I just decided not to do it anymore I just stopped and a lot of it was just because I was my my stomach was really sensitive I was getting like food poisoning for other reasons I was just like I'm just gonna not <laughs> drink coffee but um yeah the myth it's it's a reality it's not a myth <laughs> yeah I, I'm actually like as I'm recording right now I'm like stretching my arms out so I are you like, like like I would I remember I would just be like shaking like it was <laughs> like I was like shaking my hands like I can't like if you know when you hold out your hand and it's just like shaking oh um, they're not really shaking i don't know i mean they, they feel like they are but it might just because it's cold is it oh yeah how's the weather <laughs> oh we can't do a podcast about the weather that would be no, the worst. i'm really curious about the weather because right now it is cooling down it is a nice uh 68 degrees fahrenheit i, I wear cardigans 
Oh, that, oh so the winter clothes are finally out. Winter has yep. come. Winter has come, but I mean, I'm still wearing like a t-shirt under kind of thing. It's not that. Well, not he, that cold. out here in California, a week ago, so before Halloween, it was really cold. It got like mm-hmm. it got freezing. Last week, it got hot, it randomly got hot again, where it was like in the like, I guess the 80s and 90s again. Wow. Ex- except that nighttime, where it would get cold. Um, I don't know how today is going to be. It looks like it's going to be a little bit cloudy today, so I don't know. I think I'm going to st- I'm going to be inside all day though. So, oh cool, yeah. I feel like because I've been seeing on like Facebook like all these random heat waves and droughts that uh, California is experiencing, and I feel like actually Hong Kong is getting like pretty like normal weather where it's starting to cool down, which I'm very happy about because I hate I hate heat so. That's all. That's all we'll talk about regarding the weather. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so you mentioned that you saw my tweet from five hours ago. Yes. I saw that you tweeted that you saw Owen Wilson. I did. Okay, so what happened was I was meeting friends on Saturday. Saturday evening, I was meeting some friends, and I was walking through um, LKF, which is the party area. I don't know if we ever talked about it on the podcast. We've talked about yeah, it many right? okay. many times. Yeah. Okay, so I was walking through LKF, <laughs> and then. Um, I hear a voice <laughs> and I look up and I did a double take. It was all really fast. It was like maybe three seconds. And I was like, oh my God, it's Owen Wilson, you know? And then I, I was by myself. I needed to tell someone. So of course I told, I just tweeted immediately. And then I texted my friend who I know really likes Wes Anderson films. And then, um, and yeah. And I was like, oh my God, he's in Hong Kong. And then later on that evening, someone on Facebook posted that they saw him at IFC so I was like, oh my god, it's been confirmed. So was yeah. he just randomly walking around? Like He was walking with he was walking with somebody. They were just talking. And he he was wearing a baseball cap and you know he looks he looks and sounds exactly the same. Wow. You know? That's so weird. It was it was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah. That's so I just saw Midnight in Paris like last week. I, I rewatched uh, it last ooh. week. And I just saw your tweet to me. I don't get Twitter like notifications anymore. So I, when I was on Twitter today, I saw that you had replied to my tweet, Midnight in Paris to Midnight in Hong Kong, and I thought that was really funny. <laughs> and um, and I was just thinking maybe, you know, I was just like, maybe they're filming a movie here. Maybe Jason Schwartzman's in Hong Kong, you know? Who knows? Oh, man, imagine if you just bumped into him, like, you would have a heart I would, attack. Like, okay, so I was saying, because, so my friends and I were saying, like, like, when you see somebody like a celebrity or just somebody that you really admire, it's like they're almost like a friend, right? Because it's like you see them and you like the the work they've done. I feel like that's a stalker mentality right there. You're okay. already my friend. No, I'm no, going to no, no. follow you I'm anywhere. Not, no, 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 no. I'm not. Okay. Not to that extent. Because, of course, if I was like, hey, Owen, <laughs> like, let's <laughs> hang out. Like, like and you know, it's it's like this weird thing. It's not obviously it's not like I see him. I'm like, you're my friend. I'm just like, you're so familiar to me, you know. So it's like this like point where you like you want to say something, but you're like, wait, wait, no, no, no. I don't know this person. He doesn't know me, and that's really intrusive. So I'm just gonna ignore him, you know, and have this moment to myself, kind of. Yeah. But it's just weird. It's just because like, but I, it is kind of a, a it is a stalker mentality. But, I mean, because I've looked up these people before. You know, <laughs> I know some stuff about them. I actually don't know that much about Owen Wilson. I, to, I looked him up later. Except that his brother is Luke Wilson. And they have another brother. 
They do. I oh, forgot they his were, name. Oh my god, is he like the brother that's like locked in the basement? No, is he's he, in all their he's in all their movies. What? Who's he the, plays like the super side characters. The other brother. Hold on, let me IMDb this right now. The third Wilson brother. Yeah, there's a third Wilson. He's like so in Rushmore. He was the baseball coach. In um, in Royal Tenenbaums, he played Margot's real dad. So hold on. Andrew Wilson. Yes. Did you Google this? Yes. Yes, Andrew Wilson. There's probably a fourth Wilson brother, oh. and he's probably won the basement. You know what I mean? Let's see. Oh, he's the oldest. He's actually the oldest of the three, two, three Wilsons. Wait, well, are Owen and, and Luke, aren't they twins? Or near, are, what? Are they twins? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I just always assumed they were the same age. So, how, so how have you been? I actually had a really unexpectedly friend weekend. Because I was like, okay, this weekend is going to be a me weekend. Because last weekend I had the Halloween stuff. You know, so I was like, okay, this is going to be all about me. But then one of my friends from L.A. was like, oh, hey, I'm going to be in town on Sunday. I totally forgot. And I was like, oh, okay. So I, I was like, let's meet up on Sunday. And then on Saturday, like during the week, my roller derby friends were like, oh, let's do a um, – let's just have like a, like a light social Saturday evening. I was like, all right. So I ended up getting like so – Shit face! I couldn't go home. I that's what you call. Home. That's what you call a light social <laughs> evening. <laughs> okay, it started out. It was interesting because it's so we went to this bar. Uh, I forgot it was called like Craft Brew or something in Central, and I had two half. I was really like, I'm not gonna drink tonight. I had two half pints of beer, and I was like not drunk at all. I was like, yeah, okay. And then it was like a couple of us, and I wasn't really. It's it's. I think it's like interesting. You could see. Who likes bigger groups and who doesn't? So, like, I was with, um, so at the, by the bigger group, it wasn't even a big group. It was, like, five people. But I was, like, super quiet because um, a lot of those conversations I couldn't really jump into. So I was just, like, kind of sitting back and just, like, more being observant and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then all the, most of the girls left. And then my friend was like, hey, do you want to go back to our place? Because uh, we, we live, like, right up the hill. And another one of our derby friends was coming over. So we're like, all right. And then you kind of knew but that was, like, the smaller group, and you knew that was kind of, like, like the real conversation would begin, which pretty much was what happened. <laughs> I apparently drank an entire bottle of wine by myself wow. um, throughout the evening, and then I – yeah, but I was also drinking other things. Well, no, I was – I just – it was mostly the wine, and then um, – One bottle of wine would have done me in. I, and on top of, like, having this, like, cider, which is – I mean, it's light, but I think it was – I was, like – I just remember, like – she kept refilling my glass. And I just kept drinking. I wasn't even stopping. I was just like drinking, drinking. And to the point, I remember it was like 4 a.m. And we're like, let's go to McDonald's. And I was just, I was, I couldn't finish my Big and Tasty. I apparently dropped all the fries everywhere. And I just kind of shuffled back to their place and <laughs> fell on their couch. And I had to meet my friend the next morning. <laughs> and so I made, I ended up like, because we were supposed to be at noon. At first, we were supposed to be at 11. But I was like, hey, can we meet at noon? He was like, yeah. I beat him to my place like 10 minutes before he arrived. Like, all I did was brush my teeth and change my shirt. And I like went downstairs. And um, and I had to play tour guide. I but, feel like this is the second week in a row where you were meeting a visiting friend early in the morning after a night of drinking. Yeah, that's exa- it was actually exactly what happened. Because last weekend, yeah, I had to meet a friend. And I was kind of hungover. And I was like this. I remember thinking, like, this feels vaguely familiar. But I don't know why. <laughs> and um, I took him to, there was this 
Okay, so there's this, like, bar that's right by my other friend's place. And so it looks like a stamp shop, but it's actually a secret restaurant slash bar. Like, you literally have to press, a, like, a secret button to get into the bar. It's, like, Inspector Gadget, you know? So, wait, so, like... How do people figure out what the secret button is? So that's the is? thing, like, because so many, because this place is just open, so people have, it's like kind of been circulating around the web, so my friend and I went there earlier in the day, and we were just walking around that area, and we saw, like, groups of people, like, trying to figure out how to open the, get into the place, but it opens in the evening, but so at one point, me and my friend were just sitting outside, and we we're waiting for, um, Evie, so. Oh, yeah, it, we, we, we used it before, right? We did we? And I don't think so. We did. Yeah, 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 what, yeah. What did we say? I think we used Evie. Did we? Okay. So um, so we were waiting for my friend, our friend actually, Evie, to come. And so we're just sitting at the stoop across from the place. And then we saw like the one of the like restaurant workers. So it's basically – so it's like a whole glass wall filled with little stamps inside. And then like one of the bottom rows, like the glass is open – and then you kind of just push one of the stamps, and that's like the secret button, and it opens up the door. And if you never, if you don't know, like actually, if you walk by, you would never see the door because it looks it's like basically like a sliding wall. And um, so the inside is like kind of really retro because apparently it was based off of this uh, story. I don't I don't know if it's real, but it was about this woman who was like a call girl, and her secret jo- passion or something was to open up a restaurant. So her husband created this like. Yeah, like secret shop for her, something like that. Because so in the daytime it says like Mr. Ming stamp shop, but on the inside it's like it's like so the restaurant's called Mrs. Pound because it's on Pound Lane, and I don't know maybe that's what she was called. I don't know, but um, Pound. I, no, well, if she's a call girl, Pound. I mean, <laughs> I didn't it's click until right I didn't there. click until now. For some reason, Pound I'm thinking of like. All right, like, boys, know, it's time Lane. for a night out in Pound Lane. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. <laughs> uh, it, yeah, so the, um, the food was super good. And um, they didn't have drinks, though, so because they don't have a liquor license. So we brought, like, beers from outside. And, my like, my friends came. And the really weird thing about that night was, like, like, do you ever have those evenings where it's, like, kind of, like, things are happening and it just feels like more than a coincidence? But it, you know it's a coincidence, but it's, like, kind of freaky. Um, well, I think the closest, I don't know if it's a coincidence though, was once we were all at Disneyland and then we ran into a mutual friend who just happened to be there and our group just started hanging out together. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know, is that what you're talking no, about? I'm saying I, it's even, I, it's, I felt like kind of like a movie, because first of all, maybe the setting itself because if we were kind of in this like so the so the restaurant it looks like a fifties diner, but the lighting is like like it's like there's no kind of bright lighting. It's all kind of it's lit by basically this neon light in the back, and just it's like red. Everything's dark. So that's I not what I'm. That's not what I'm imagining. Because you're seeing there's like a stamp shop. So no, I'm the just outside a, I, looks like a stamp shop, but when you go inside, it's like this fifties diner. Lit by neon lights. I'm imagining you and your friends just sitting in a circle in a post office. No. And also by stamps, I don't mean like like postage stamps. I mean like chops, you know, like when you have the, like those chops where you like, you know, those Chinese chops. Oh, and like when you go to a gig or something and they stamp your hand. Yes, more like that. Um, 
But so the, no, the outside looks like a stamp shop, but when you go inside, it's like a fifties diner lit by neon lights. And so that setting itself was kind of surreal. And then so basically, so my friend from LA, he's actually from, so he's born in South Africa, but grew up in London. And then our um, my friend Jaime <laughs> is also from London. And so, and like everyone, like no one, so only I knew everybody, but everyone was, so it was Evie, Jaime, and Carrie, and my friend Bran. <laughs> so the, everyone was meeting everyone else for the first time. And turns out, Bran and Jaime went to the same university. They were, they're actually in the same, like, I guess, I don't know university terms, but the same, like, hall or the same dorm. Their dorms were, like, across from each other. And even the majors they studied were, like, really similar. Like, one studied law, the other studied history or something. So they were, and they were in the same, they were the same age. They were the same class and, like, same, like, starting class or whatever. They were brothers. So they were already, like, whoa, whoa, you know. And later, so um, Carrie's from Seville, and later Evie was saying, so was Evie, I think they were asking, oh, where are you from, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, I'm from Seville. And then Carrie's, I mean, and then Evie's like, oh, yeah, I go there. Like, I, I'm a flamenco dancer. You know, I go to Seville to, like, you know, take my lessons. So I was already like, whoa, like all these connections. And then the whole night, which was kind of weird, all the music they were playing were all things all songs that Jaime and I had just practiced last Tuesday. Like, literally, like, five out of the six songs we played, they played at the um, restaurant. And then on top of that, it wasn't just those songs. It was, like, I was, like, are they, like, playing from my Spotify list? You know, and at one point, they were playing songs from, like, from um, Bran and Jaime's college days. So it was just kind of this, like, weird overlapping of, like, coincidences. It's, al- it's you almost know? like... Like, say your life was a TV show, and that day was the end of the week, the end of the episode. So yeah, we were playing so a, monta- a montage of music, kind of recapping yeah, it was like, everything. I was just remember thinking, and I think I only I felt this because I, like, experienced everything, you know? But I remember Jaime was like, hey, this is our song. We just played this one and this one, you know? And so I think I, everyone was kind of like, oh, this is kind of weird. But I was just like, whoa, you know? Like, we just, yeah, like... It was just like this weird moment in time where like worlds literally were colliding and and actually everything everyone was talking about. So then Evie was telling us how, oh, like uh, she about this movie called Echo Park or something, blah, blah. And like Bran lives in Silver Lake. So he and even though he's not a native L.A. person, like he knows all the places she was talking about and everything. And this movie they were talking about, like apparently like Bran's dad, it was from his dad's generation or whatever, but it was just like. But it was it was actually really for a group of people who've never met each other. I was like, wow, that was like a really good like random meeting where just people just kind of connected and yeah, like it was it was weird. That's really good. I've always had this fear of like combining worlds and friends from different circles. I think I've told you before how I just I, I usually don't do that. I've been trying to do it more often, and like the the result has usually been fine. But I've always had this big fear, like, oh, God, every, no one's going to like each other. It's going to be up to me to take care of everyone or keep it going all night. And that kind of pressure is just not something I've ever wanted to do. Yeah, it was weird because that night, too. Okay, actually, what happened that made me do this, too, was because – so before so before it was just going to be – I had posted this, the picture of the stamp shop on on Instagram. And Evie was like, where is this place? 
like, and I was like, oh, I told her, I was like, oh, we should go. She's like, yeah. And then she, like, um, Facebooked me kind of, not immediately, but, like, kind of right after. I was like, hey, when do you want to do this? So I was like, oh, she really wants to go. And I was like, hmm, well, Brand's going to be in town, so let's just do it when he's there, you know? And he seems like the type of person who'd be like, yeah, the more the merrier. And because it was right next to Carrie's place, and she was also like, hey, when you go there, let me know. I was like, okay, well, since we're going to be there, I just told her. And then, but actually before we met up, so Brad and I were having a conversation about personality tests, and he was he was explaining to me this, like, so his company had developed this personality test that was based off of the Myers-Briggs, but it was more focused on, like, com- how people converse with each other. And so we were talking about, like, the types of personalities and, like, you know, what kind of person someone is based on the questions they ask and everything. So I think because of this, I was almost like, huh, I kind of want to do this social experiment. And so it, it made me more inclined to get everyone together. And actually that whole night I was kind of like analyzing people. And afterwards, he wasn't really thinking about it. But afterwards I was like, so what do you think like everyone was kind of thing? And um, but I think like I think that prompted me to. Yeah, yeah, I saw it more like a social experiment to see how things would go. And I think I kind of knew everyone in the group would be cool with it. Because, you know, sometimes when you know there's certain people, like if I knew I had a friend who was like personality that, you know, didn't get along with a lot of people, I probably wouldn't have done that. But everyone was pretty like, you could tell everyone was just like super open to meeting people and stuff. And I think that I knew would be okay. It, you know, honestly, I don't think I really like people who, who are not open to meeting new people. I used to have one friend who was like that, and that friend has been faded out. Mm-hmm. So, and I think, and I'm trying to think of everyone I know now, and I think everyone I know, I pretty much know, would be pretty chill with meeting new people. Who would want to hang out with someone who just wants to like, oh God, you're bringing this person? We should have, t-, you know, like. Yeah. I think, well, actually, so that same night, though, I got invited to a birthday party, but it was like. I had already made all these plans before I knew about this birthday party. Mm -hmm. And so I was already kind of like, man, I I don't think – I was thinking, oh, should we go, you know, but then it was going to be on Llama Island and it was going to start at 7. I was like, man, I don't think I had the energy to, like, take a boat, like, you know, back and forth within a couple – a few hours. And also, like, Bran already went to Llama and stuff and whatever. But also because, like – it was there was a Facebook group and there were like twenty people in there and I didn't I basically only knew like three people out of like the twenty and that for me was too much of like especially wanting like a me weekend. I was like, oh man, I don't have that energy to like put myself in a situation where I meet like twenty new people kind of thing. <laughs> and cause even the Saturday with the roller derby group it was a small group i knew everyone there but i wasn't close to everyone and it was it was hard for it was actually hard for me i was trying really hard to like be engaging and stuff but i was kind of fading in and out and like fuck like you know and i i think i really like so for last week for the halloween party knowing that there would be people i didn't know i really had i like I will, I'll spend like a week mentally preparing myself and i think because i didn't have i didn't expect to have that this weekend i didn't mentally prepare myself and because of that i was like uh, i can't i can't do it like i would it already sounded like really scary to me you know i think i'm actually reached a point now where i could meet people 
that like I used to I used to feel the same way where I'd feel like really nervous meeting new people mm-hmm. or going to a party where I don't know anybody. But then like so I went to this thing a couple weeks ago. My brother made an observ- observ- observation because he wasn't talking to really a lot of other new people. But I would he said I, I just dived in and just started talking to everybody. I'm like oh I didn't even realize it. And I was like, wow. And that was kind of a big breakthrough when I just started thinking about it. It's like, wow, like I'm not that nervous in just diving into a, like, a situation, talking to all these random people anymore. I actually think because I was so last weekend, I met so many new people. And be, but my head, so many is like six people. That's a lot of people for me. And I'm already like, all right, I'm peopled out. Like I'm new <laughs> peopled out for like a month or something. Because yeah. it's like these are new people and I want to get to know them. So I'm going to kind of if I can try to get to know these people, but whereas, but I've already, I kind of have, have, because even like, so when you left, I feel like it was like a new wave of people, right. That I have to kind of know. And I'm already, I was already in that pool. It was kind of already happening. So that's why I'm not in a rush to be like, all right, gotta like make new friends and stuff. But then, but then you moved back and you were saying like, you didn't know anyone. And like, it's just basically starting over. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think that's it because I, I'm active. I think I'm actively am being more social now mm. where, yeah, where like, I think for like the last couple of months in Hong Kong, I had kind of been antisocial where I was mm-hmm. just kind of like, you know, kind of just boarding myself up in the room, in my room for like a while and I was just getting exhausted. And now I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm actually feeling, I guess, kind of unchained now. Unchained. Yeah. <laughs> Unstoppable. An, unchained, an unchained heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So you were talking about the Myers Briggs earlier, yes. and, um, Myers Briggs test. So yeah. that came up a couple times this weekend. Uh. And um, okay, so listeners, if you don't know, the Myers Briggs test is a personality test created by a girl named Myers. It was like her and her mom or something. Yeah, Wait, it's not Stephanie Myers, is it? No, Stephanie Myers wrote Twilight. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was it was made by these two guys, Myers and Briggs Associates. So this personality test pretty much um you, you answer some questions and it gives you like four letters and those letters kind of represent your personality. So myself and Paige were INFPs, which means I'm probably gonna screw this up because I always do introvert. Um what's the N? Intuition. Uh, oh intuition. That should be an I too. No, but because of that, you know, it's an intuition. <laughs> intuition, uh, perceiving, and feeling. You're very close. It's feeling, perceiving. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I just woke up. I'm tired. Okay. You um, had yeah. a five-hour energy. I'm just kidding. Yeah. yeah. So, but before I moved back to LA, I was an INFJ. I was really bitter. And I was judging people. Okay. And- no, we don't want to go. We don't want to say that about INFJs. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh shit, I know. Okay, well, I think <laughs> I was bitter, but you I was I, I was bitter. bitter and I was an INFJ and I was judging people. Mm-hmm. Um, if you notice, I haven't had a worst human of the week for a couple episodes. Hey, you're Except right. Now I do this week, oh, okay. but um, even this week I'm not that angry about it. So um, so so first of all, this this week, this Friday, pretty much, um, I met up. I caught up with some friends. On Friday, I met up with my friend Hank and his, and his friend Carl uh, for, at three ninety nine Pizza. My brother went too. Mm-hmm. Uh, my brother, yeah, because my brother knows them, so we were all hanging out. We got some drinks. Three ninety nine Pizza. It was great. 
Is it three ninety nine? Like three dollars ninety nine cents. Yeah, three dollars and ninety nine cents for right. a large pizza. Okay. We got some beers. Yeah, it, it was a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, Hank actually, he used to be my co-host in my first podcast venture from Dude Wait What back way back in the day. Um, it was not a successful podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he announced that he wants. He's like he has aspirations to be a comedian now. Okay. Which which well, that's pretty surprised me because yeah he never really he never really talked you're about like, wine. You're like you're not funny. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean he he's a positive vibe. Mm-hmm. So if 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 I don't know if he maybe you know a lot of a lot has changed in two and a half years. This was mm-hmm. our first hangout, so maybe he's hilarious now. <laughs> <laughs> yet you have yeah. not experienced it yet, but you no, know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we hung out and it was fine, and then after that. Um, I met up with my friends uh, Phil and Monica. Uh-huh. Um, we went to see a late night showing of Interstellar and IMAX, uh-huh. and holy sh- the new Christopher Nolan movie! And holy shit, it was amazing. First of all, let me just say, I had no idea what Interstellar was. The only reason I knew what it was is because you were like, Interstellar, on your Facebook status. And then on Twitter, you were just like, Interstellar. And then suddenly, everyone was like, Interstellar. So I was like, okay, I'm going to check out this movie. And this morning, yeah, my friend, um, uh, I am me, and she was like, Interstellar. I cried three times. I was like, okay, we'll go. I will not wear eye makeup. I will go and watch it. Oh, I, oh, actually, anyway. like, we were, as we were picking up Phil, Monica and I talked about this. and Because to us... This is the biggest movie of the year. You know, Christopher Nolan, he directed Memento. He directed the last three Batman movies. He directed um, In- Inception. So, like, he- he's, like, one of the, you know, he's one of the most well-respected directors today. And whenever one of his movies comes out, it's a huge fucking deal. And I think just because, like, the- his last couple of movies were Batman, like, they were all huge blockbuster movies. And I think at this point, every time a movie by him comes out now, it's just a huge deal for us. Mm-hmm. But, but, so I was thinking, wow, do you think we have to reserve tickets? Like, it's, this is the premiere weekend. Are we going to have to, like, get there early? And then we talked to him. And it was like, well, like, it doesn't seem like it's super huge. I don't think it's even number one in the box office. And we realized, like, I think that movie is just a huge fucking deal within our circle. But outside, like in the normal world, it's not the biggest movie of the the biggest movie of no, the month. No, but it's, it's weird because... Like, yeah, like, I did not know, when you, were, when he first um, posted Interstellar, I didn't know what, you, I thought it was a show. I was like, what is this, like, a new show, you know, like, what is, it must be something you watch, because that's what Vince does, you know? But literally, like, right after you posted that, like, shortly after, it was, a lot of people were posting about it. But I guess, well, I guess it just came out this weekend, so. But yeah. I, I, did, I mean, but to be fair, I haven't been on top of movie watching, like, anything, so I don't know what's coming out or whatever oh so. of course i'm gone now it's over <laughs> <laughs> you have no movie friends i know this whole time i was like who am i gonna watch this with anyway. <laughs> um the movie's pretty much you know it has a lot of 2001 a space odyssey oh cool um, feelings to it like mm-hmm. a lot of epic shots of the space and you could definitely tell there was some influence um it left it left me with that kind of feeling mm-hmm. and um anyway so the first he First worst human of the week was this guy sitting right directly in front of us who mm. every time – because this movie is full of epic shots, beautiful shots. This guy would just clap really loudly like, holy shit. And he would just clap really loudly like, oh, and he'd just start laughing at like the really like crazy – because there's a shot where they're going through this wormhole 
and it's kind of like 2001 a space Odyssey, where it's really amazing you're almost on a roller coaster right mm-hmm. and this dude is just having i think you like my friend phil that's his favorite director so he was just really quiet seething with rage I felt like he was trying his best to ignore this guy because he mm-hmm. literally was watching with his like hands pressed up, pressed like in front of his chin like he was like kind of like he's like you know he, he's looking really studious watching this movie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and but Monica and I we were looking at each other just we were like annoyed but also laughing at this guy because he was so over the top mm-hmm. I mean what in the movie when Matthew McConaughey is going through this wormhole the guy at one point throws his arms in the air like he's on a roller coaster. Oh my god! <laughs> we're like, what the hell is wrong with this guy? Yeah, several times throughout the movie, he just collapses. Hat really loud, and so and it was annoying because he kept taking me out of the movie. Yeah, that's Even fucking annoying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a scene. Okay, I'm spoiling the hell out of this movie. No, I'm no. sorry. I mean, I mean, not story wise, just things that happened. Okay, fine. Um, I have to for the story. I'm sorry, Paige. I have no choice. Fine. So there's a scene where he goes into a black hole, and it's a really crazy. I mean, this is this part is more than anything like two, the end of 2001: A Space Odyssey. It's a really important scene, really crazy, really mysterious. And then this guy just starts, you know, screaming and laughing. And yeah, I'm like, I think he like, was on something. Yeah, which was cool for him. I was like, but telling, it's shitty for everyone. <laughs> yeah, I was telling Monica like, wow, he must be experiencing this movie at a whole different level, whatever he's taking. And then. So, surprise, surprise, when the lights come on, we can finally get a look at this guy. And he's a typical kind of ghetto-looking, tattooed face, Southern California douchebag. We're like, uh, we both look at each other like, oh, okay, this explains it all now. He's, and then, and then at, we got like really pretentious in the car and we're like, yeah, he's probably never even seen a movie at this level. Like, oh, his mind was completely blown. Like, like, he's not used to seeing this quality of work. Yeah, like I used to watching like the latest Medea movie or something. <laughs> <laughs> and um so he's the first worst human of the week. Um Sunday uh, so that was yesterday, which was why I am really sleepy today, mm. was I, I went I had to go out to LA to meet I went to, to meet a friend. Before that I got my first job since being oh, back. Oh congrats. Thank you. Um, it's my first gig. So, gigs. Um, so it's uh, editing a music video for this LA band. Who are they? Can you tell us? Um, fuck, I already forgot their name. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't listen to them. Okay. Um, but I, I'm. I'm probably gonna start working on the video like after I have another cup of coffee after we're done recording. But um, anyway, so I met with the director. He gave me the footage. We walked, we went over it. It was cool. Um, after that, I went to Westwood to meet my friend. I was, I was heading to Westwood to meet, meet my friend Sarah. First of all, the bus was really, the bus right there was really awesome because like this, this group of like guitar players came on and they started like singing folk music on the entire bus right there. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I want to use it as the intro before main theme song. Oh, you recorded it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So I just, I just, I just started recording this the entire performance. So before that, be- so this episode will begin with like folk music on a bus. So listeners, that's what it is. And it was just an awesome ride. They're singing these these great like these old school gospel songs. And yeah, I felt I man, it really put me in an awesome mood. So I got to Westwood. My friend actually, she she's working on her master's at UCLA. Mm-hmm. So our plan was to actually have lunch or have dinner like at one of the food courts. With a food court buffets in UCLA, mm, mm. and I, I love and food court buffets. Oh, me too. Um, and I was <laughs> I super excited. Yeah, 
because I was just first suggested like, oh, let's get dinner and catch up. It's like, oh, well, actually, how about we like, have you ever been on the UCLA campus before? We could go to one of the food courts. And I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so we end up going to like the Asian food court because like I'm, I'm, I'm having cravings uh. <laughs> since, since I'm back in California. And oh my God, Paige, the salad bar literally had like this whole area just full of soft boiled eggs. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, I really thought of you. <laughs> I'm crying right now. <laughs> so I, I just got like a bowl of rice. I just threw a bunch of eggs on it. And um, yeah, we were just picking out, just grabbing nonstop food. And, and, and you know, and I would have felt awkward being there around a bunch of students. But funny enough, like the director I had met earlier that day. He asked me if I was a student still. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, well, you have a very student-like presence around you. A.K.A. Young. Yeah. <laughs> so considering that my birthday is this weekend, um, that made me feel better. Or at least pretty good. Did you ha- well, Have you told listeners how old you're turning? Um, you know, you know we, choose, we keep that part mysterious. All right. I'm still going to be in my 20s. That's, I'll, I'll keep it at that. Um, anyway, so my friend Sarah, she's actually really into the uh, Myers-Briggs test mm. as well. So I was telling her how I had I had become an INFJ, and that now I am back to being an INFP. Because even that movie theater dude, like I wasn't that pissed off as I yeah. Usually. Actually, I feel like if he was your worst human, I mean, it's not like yeah. Not that I mean. Him. Yeah, because in Hong Kong, whenever I would see people turn on their cell phones, I would lose my shit. Like I wanted to. St- I I think there were times that I literally walked down, tapped them on the shoulder, so- like the shoulder, and be like, "Hey, turn that off." Like and now, and so this guy, we were like, I was annoyed, but I was kind of laughing at him mm-hmm. too. So I told I was talking to Sarah and I'm telling her like, "Yeah, I, I'm pretty much back to being an INFP. Like I am like full on chill again, and I'm loving it." And so she ends up giving me this book by the one of the creators of uh, Myers Briggs, and I yeah. guess it, I have to read it because I think I think it's a mystery novel, but like it incorporates Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it incorporates. I or I don't know what it, I, I think. I think the gist of it is it's a mystery novel, and the investigator uses INFP personality types to solve the mystery. Oh, you, you know Myers Briggs personalities. Yeah. Not INFP. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, What's yeah. it called? What's um, it called? Oh, um, I don't know. I have the book in my backpack. I haven't even opened it. Okay. Um, I think I want to start reading it. And I was thinking we should have a Myers-Briggs episode soon. A full-on episode. We, where we should. Just talk about, we just talk about personality types, what we are, our situations. Um, you know, that would be a good episode. And we've talked okay. about doing that before. Yeah, actually, because I actually I wanted to talk about my friend's personality test thingy. Um, but we could save it for that episode. Because that was mm. super interesting to me. I mean, because it's, it's based off the Myers-Briggs, but it's just more focused on, like, conversations and interactions. And it's, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways. No, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe we'll do it next week. Maybe we'll do it in the future. Um, Who, not knows? Sure. That, Who knows? It, that episode will definitely take some... Um, research. Take, take, yeah, some research. So we, we'll come into it, like, you know, not ignorant, talking about black holes, like, on the <laughs> Halloween uh... episode. <laughs> um um yeah so she gave me the book um i ended up like staying there until around 10 p.m mm-hmm. and so i had to make quite the journey back i took mm-hmm. the bus back to downtown la right when i got to downtown la 
I missed the bus back to West Covina. So I was like, fuck, I was standing there for an hour. Oh, God. So I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to walk around to the, to, um, the LA cafe, cafe, grab a coffee, and just wait. So as I'm walking, there's this lady, this lady comes out with like really fucked up teeth. And I don't, and I'm wearing my headphones, so I don't hear her. But I feel like, but I had to, you know, sometimes when you don't hear things, you feel like someone's trying to talk to you, yeah, even yeah. if you don't hear them. So I just took my headphones off, and she's like, "Excuse me, excuse me." And I'm like, "Wow, she's loud." And she's like, "Do you know where the nearest jail is?" What? And, and, and so I'm like, "Jail?" She's like, "Yeah, J A I L." I'm like, "Oh hell no, she's being a bitch." So I'm like, "Well, yeah, you could go down." Um, you know, I just point the direction. Like, I think it's over there. And she's like, well, I don't know where that is. Could you walk me there? Whoa. And I'm like, no. And I'm like, and so I just start walking away. She's like, that's fine. Just walk away from me. Don't help me at all. Um, so she's the second worst person. Yeah. No, I would. She sounds like a worse, actual worse person than movie guy. Because yeah, at least oh, movie guy was, he was, I mean, he was just having fun. But I mean, he was just being inconsiderate. Yeah. But she was like mean. Yeah, I was like, well, what, what are you... I think well, she, this was obviously, like, really... So this was, like, almost midnight. So these are when the crazies start coming out yeah, in LA. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I handled the, the situation pretty well. I, I was like, all right. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Walk away. Back away slowly. <laughs> and then make a dude, run for it. Dude, it's crazy. Like, these things, I feel like a year ago, and even before I was in Hong Kong, I feel like just before any time I'm like these like interactions would have really upset me and really gotten me like riled up and now i'm getting to a point where like i'm i'm like not i'm almost in like a state of ecstasy where i'm like it's fine like you're you're rude you're just rude but i'm fine and i'll just walk away you know you know with my hands in my pocket whistling just totally fine do you think it could be the atmosphere in la because it's already kind of more laid back you know cuz sometimes i feel like the busier the city is, like, you can't help but just get agitated. Because one, like, thing I feel like everyone in Hong Kong feels is that because there's so many people, everyone's just kind of agitated, like, all the time in public. We, we're pretty rude to people. Like, we push people out of the way, you know, and, like, you know, like, it just – because everyone else does it. That, because it's just so many people and you just are just so – you're already just stressed out just walking outside, you know what I mean? And Yeah, it is – I think it is exactly that. Um, I'm just, yeah, I'm realizing now that, yeah, I just could not handle it anymore. I think, I think a lot of people, like, like, I think, I think, I think a lot of people who go to Hong Kong, they could handle it and it's like their paradise. And I, you know, I just think, I think just for me, it just wasn't, I think I, I just had a time limit there. I think cause, cause there are moments when it's so crazy. It usually helps when I have my headphones on and I kind of go into this weird trance where I see everyone and it's fucking nuts and I'll just listen to the music and like nothing bothers me. But it's like, it's not all the time. It's like I get to the state where it's almost like I can't handle it anymore and I'm just like, I just zone out and just like, yeah, like I like push people, like shove people out of the way, you know, but I don't feel bad. I say sorry, but I'm just like, you know, like I would never, like I think in the states or whatever i would never do that to anybody but here because you just can't help it you know like like today i was trying to get out of the mtr and i basically like fucking like like really pushed myself like between all these people and i'm just like you do what you gotta do i literally was just like you do what you gotta do <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, because people would do the same to me. And you kind of know, and in a way, nobody really takes offense because everyone's kind of doing it. So you just, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, I feel like it's strange, strange place. Yeah, it's well, it's just a, yeah, it's a different, it's a, it's a strange it's a atmosphere. Different, I mean, yeah, yeah. Different, it's a different world. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! So you went to that Cuban restaurant place before, the Porto's place. I fucking love Porto's. I always go. I go once a year. <sighs> yeah, we have to go. See, yeah. Well, see, the origin of that was remember that movie Chef that I saw that I really loved. So yes. the whole movie about the whole Is plot of that Porto's? movie. No, no, the whole part of that movie is, like, he opens a food truck where he sells, like, Cubano sandwiches. Uh-huh. So, I was, you know, I was talking to my dad. I'm like, oh, my God, I want to try Cuban sandwiches now. And he's like, oh, we should go to Porto's. Like, my cute... Like, dad like, has yeah. never taken you to Porto's before this. I never asked. I never... I just never assumed. I never thought about it. But he works with... At his job, he works with, like, this Cuban-American guy who, like, loves that place. And, like, so my dad always goes... And he's like, yeah, let's go there sometime. So, we tried to go a couple weeks ago on a weekend. But the line was freaking long. Like, the people are just... It's like it's like it's a popular place. So we, we we tried to go during the week last week, and we finally got to go. And the sandwiches were pretty good. They were in bad, but those chicken balls that I posted on Instagram, fuck. Ugh. Wait, the they were potato good. balls or chicken? Oh, not balls? chicken, chicken balls. Yeah, sorry, but my my mind is still foggy. Potato balls. I I get. I don't get the cubano. I get the potato ball sandwich. It's basically I know, I saw, yeah. It's fucking good. <laughs> I saw that on the menu. I'm like, oh, next time. Next which time. which one did you go to? Which location? Downey. Oh, okay. Because we went to. I usually go to the one. I go to the one in Glen. There's like two in Glendale. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. yelped it. I've yelped it. And my yeah, my dad told me that too. Like, there's one in Glendale, and I think there's one in Burbank. Yeah, I've been to. Uh, I've only been to Burbank and Glendale. I haven't been to the one in Downey. Um, I don't know. Speaking of Yelp, because so my friend, um, you know, he's he was in town and like he was like. Yelping, st- like, kept checking into Yelp, and I was like, Yelp doesn't work here, like, doesn't work here. He's like, No, it, like, you could check into everything, but there's just no reviews because no one uses it. And I was like, What the fuck? Because when I first moved here, I, I loved Yelp, that's all I used. And I tried to check, well, first of all, I didn't have a smartphone, so it couldn't check into any place, but also there was like nothing there, so I just gave up on Yelp. But I think since like then, basically every location you can check into so now i restarted my yelp account which is so old it was like last update was like 2012 so your profile um, is like super old yeah my, my my picture it was my halloween co- it was my jason swartz i mean my rushmore costume um <laughs> it was pretty old um but yeah i was like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna be the first to write like all the reviews <laughs> Um, yeah, so. You're, you're gonna come like a celebrity, like, food blogger, oh, yeah. like, who starts Yelp in Hong Kong. That's gonna be me. <laughs> Fl- like, flying pad, five stars, <laughs> greatest place ever. Um, udon place. I've never, you know, never, yeah, udon, hmm? I don't even know the name of that udon place we used to go to. See, now I will find out, and now we'll check in. And I should have checked into all the places I forgot to check in. I'm just not used to it. But, um, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm checking to work every day. <laughs> 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 all right so we are coming up upon almost an hour now oh wow Do that we... was quick yeah there you go snap there you go that was fast okay <laughs> um do you have a cry of the week internal cryings of the week but not external <laughs> cries so i mean nothing notable to report i would say that's that's good okay so that's good the last couple of weeks we've had cries of the week but no 
worst humans of the week. So we have a worst human of the week. And mm, no cries. No tears yeah, were shed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a drought in Hong Kong now. So <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> all right. So um, I guess next time we record, I'm going to be one year older. So this ending song this week is kind of a birthday song. Okay. So yeah. Um, until next week. Bye bye. <laughs>